Welcome back to the old Doctor Who show, episode number 152, Battle of Giants Causeway. Wait, Battle of Giants Causeway, that doesn't sound like a, a TV story that I've heard before. No, broken the mold. Oh my we've goodness, it's a the, special episode. We've made the leap from visual medium to mm-hmm. audio, auditory medium, audio. We've gone from video to audio, Dan. We're, mm-hmm. This is our first time ever tackling... Each other. finish, uh, <laughs> the piggyback party went out of control... Uh, we put our headphones on, uh, we snuggled up on the couch of of your heart, and we mm. listened to the Battle <laughs> of Giants Causeway together, but apart. We have our rule where we can't look at each other uh, <laughs> No eye contact allowed. Dan, yeah, nope. I'm excited. This is, I, I have listened to Big Finish stories before. This is your first time? Second. I have listened to one one okay. before. Yeah, that's cool. It's a very. We'll get to it when we get to the review. I have some yeah. things to talk about before the review. Well, let's do that because it's before the review. Yeah. So, um, you had asked me about whether or not I thought that Ruby, the character of Ruby. Now, I I should say <laughs> we're going to start talking about theories. Uh, if you haven't uh-huh. listened to or watched, who is Mrs. Flood or its follow up? Mrs. Flood and the Corrupted Timeline, I go into much more detail about theories that we have about, right. essentially, Mrs. Flood is the doctor and Ruby's mother, but ultimately, that Ruby and the doctor are both timeless children, mm-hmm. right? And they're brother and sister. That's sort of the gist of the theory. Now, yeah. you asked me last time we talked. Well, as, I'm yeah. sorry. It was, it's amazing how quickly you got through that theory when uh, when we have the clip. It's like about it's like 15 18, minutes it's long. Like 18 hours. <laughs> it's like four parts. Yeah, you did a really good job. Um, okay, anyway. You had asked me last time a mm-hmm. very specific question. You said, Eric, do you think Ruby is only around in this sort of fragmented, corrupted timeline universe? And I right. said, no, I think that she's she's going to be a part of it. Had all of this not happened, did Ruby right. still exist? Or is she a result of the Doctor yes. choosing that face and the bubble? Yeah. If you are someone that doesn't like news, casting news, just jump ahead to our review. Avoid all that Giants stuff. Causeway, because today I read she's out. So the actress, um, what's her name? I want to get it right. Millie Gibson is out of the show so she's only doing one season and then she's, wow. yeah, she's being replaced by uh verada sethu i hope you're i'm getting your last name correct i know you from my favorite star wars show andor she oh yeah a character on andor but she is going to be the new companion wow which is okay which is not, a, nor, not abnormal i mean one season Martha companions happens a, one season companion Technically, yep. Donna was one season mm-hmm. plus, you know, some extra stuff. So it's not like, yep, it's probably, you know, is it part of the story? Is it not part of the story? Is it something else? Who mm-hmm. knows? But Dan, maybe I was wrong. Eric. 
maybe it's a situation where you can only have one timeless child per universe, universe. and now we have two and so either when that universe collapses on itself she's goes away the whole universe and what about the, the other universe or is it going to be like a situation where he leaves she stays we don't go to that universe anymore so she'll be on that right universe. right there's a uh without spoiling another show that happened in another show with a supernatural twist where a young person was a vampire killer and there could only be one at a time, and it was that kind of thing. But then you, you get a situation wait, where there that, were two I don't, at a time. Wait, what show, what show are you talking about? That doesn't, I doesn't ring a bell at all. It doesn't ring a bell. Uh, <laughs> you really, you really yeah. coded that uh, one so uh, no one could figure it out. You got to like really do your homework to figure out what I'm talking about. <laughs> but maybe, maybe I was wrong. Maybe, maybe we will resolve this whole. Assuming I'm right, but uh, that we will resolve this whole corrupted timeline at the end of this first season. Yeah, I thought it would well, have went I mean, longer, it, but it, who knows. What out. about um, the David Tennant Doctor? Would all he of that be part of that universe that gets resolved? Yeah, I think he'll 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 be. I think he'll be part of figuring out how to fix it. And then when he does, it'll be like. And that's kind of what they did with Rose, right? She, that's. I was just gonna say same thing with Rose. But I, and I think similarly, if this is all true and the way that it would go, I doubt that the that universe would cease to exist. It would end up yeah, being a. Romana and end space or a uh, rose in whatever parallel universe she's in, because we can't kill this doctor again. Now, <laughs> I don't now, think I don't know how you feel, but I was actually very depressed because I found and I don't I wasn't familiar with the actress. Mm -hmm. I thought she was I like great. Her. Like, I, she's wonderful. I don't like only having one season really with anybody because it takes a, a long time in a story, especially episodic tv to build up characters to really get I in agree. their head and it's just she the, well the and for the actors to chemistry so it is the, it is that um like both that. directions it's the actors getting used to the character and the writers getting used to the actor so that yeah. they can converge and create like the thing that it ultimately would be where if any either of those pieces would have changed it could be a totally different kind of take on that yeah. thing so yeah I, I agree you definitely want a bit more to learn about the character and let it grow and really flesh out. Um, but then there are cases like Martha, uh, who, you know, had one season, but then to come back for yeah, but cameos or special. I mentioned this um, before, like and, Martha and she was, should have had more seasons. Like we could she have, should, we have. should have developed Martha more, but that's, that's neither. But on the strength of the actress, you really did. And the writing, you did get a very well-rounded character sure. is what I was going to say. So I would expect the same from this actress who is fantastic absolutely love her yeah i thought she was great so i, so, I was interesting maybe so again maybe i was wrong in thinking that that is the case but it does still fit into the craziness of mm -hmm. this corrupted timeline and the new yeah. the new actress i said was from andor i love andor i can't wait for the next season of andor she's a good actress so it's nothing against her but i want sure I sure sure liked another more another time season another, two two or three seasons it's fine uh, Dan, should, do you have anything else? Should we jump into the? I think we should uh, hit this. Shake the crime stick, as we yeah. do. Um, push the button. We used to push the button. Now we shake the crime stick. Shake the crime stick. We have gone a long way back. Earth, Ireland, to be exact. This is the giant's causeway. You can't do anything. The TARDIS is dead. Doctor, these stone shapes—they're all hexagons. Layers and layers of hexagons in columns that are humming. This is Battle of Giants Causeway. Hmm. Uh, perhaps you've heard of it. 
I I have heard of it. Heard it. I've heard it. Uh, this is part one of the famous uh, Santarans versus Rutin's War that I know you've mm. been writing about in your uh, little diary. Diary. My, we, my nightly when diary. When are going to see the war? Uh, well, we're going to mm-hmm. see it now, Dan. This is part one. Part of it anyway. Part one yeah. of four or five. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Audio Adventures. It's written by Lizzie Hopley, published by Big Finish uh, in 2024. I said this was Mm -hmm. number one, lucky number one. Uh, It stars Paul McGann, who you and I know from Whitnail and I. You've got that back tattoo. Uh, (laughs) That's that's how we know him. (laughs) India Fisher and a certain uh, fella named Conrad Westmas, which perhaps we're familiar with. The TARDIS is pulled into ancient Ireland, Dan, by a temporal Mm -hmm. wave. You know you've read temporal tidal wave. You've written some of those before. Uh, When the TARDIS lands, it loses all power forcing the doctor and his companions, Charlie and Cariz, uh, that's what the kids say. Uh, to I, they cert- don't quite say it like that, but okay. You've got the Cariz, is that right? I, I'm not <laughs> sure. I'm just an old guy yelling about... That's right. You are an old guy yelling about woke. Yeah, yelling about woke. <laughs> uh, by the way, if I'm throwing these things out, a lot of people, I guess, can't read sarcasm. Perhaps yeah, no, it's true. Just, uh, whatever. That's a problem with the internet in general. Yeah. Yes. What they discover on the Giants Causeway are death druids and Santarans who dress like Romans, but when it's bath time, it's pure Santaran <laughs> action to the max, Jack. Uh, it all culmin- culminates into a <laughs> so big gross. battle that would make uh, for great gatefold album art. Dan, mm. what did you think? <laughs> the <laughs> Battle of Giants Causeway. The fact that you went for gatefold cover art is really <laughs> <laughs> old guy yells at clouds. Okay, um, it was. Yeah, really I don't know why people vi- conf- uh, yell at me for being an old guy when I'm making Led Zeppelin album cover references. In my defense, very current. I wasn't even born at the time that that came out. But yes, that's true. Dan, what did you think of this story? Uh, well, f- let me talk about the, the story itself. We can get into. Okay, I wanted like start with like uh, at the base level of like base what level. are we doing here we're we're listening listen to yeah. the audio story like i said this is my only my second time listening to a big finish story um it was very cool to hear paul mcgann to hear the eighth doctor um someone that we've spent almost no time with other than yeah, the, movie. the the movie and then there was the short yeah which um, we didn't review but we both saw the but we both saw that so that, that's pretty much my only exposure to him uh in in this universe so that's really cool um, I guess maybe, okay, about the story itself, really fun story. It's um, such a different experience to have to, this is such a dumb statement. It's such a weird thing to have to imagine everything because for Doctor Who, I tend to get very into the production design mm-hmm. um, choices in like the cinematography, the things like that, the, the, a lot of that is obviously missing because I don't know if you know this, but with audio, there's no pictures that come along no, with it. And you have to make them. That's how I usually roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I draw, <laughs> I, I, make I my, draw the pictures like in my little, my little as it goes. And then the camera comes over and they're like, why does he keep drawing this thing? And then that's the thing that kills my mom. Right. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm getting mixed up with The Ring and every other horror movie from oh, like 2004. There's always this strange, quiet kid who's getting bullied. Look at the pictures he's drawing. It's the well, symbol was... from the, you know. 
That was like a, the new Who episode where the, the little girl was drawing things and they were coming to life yeah. and terrorizing. So like it's that, that fits. It's great. Uh, no. So, so yeah. So it, it was just a different experience to have to um, put all that together. Uh, yeah. But super fun. The, the, the quality of this recording is fantastic. Probably almost as good as our audio quality yeah. on this YouTube that you're listening to right now. Um, the story was really fun. I love hearing uh, the Centaurans. Um, you know, there's a lot of choices I feel like that have come in later series of New Who that they bring into this, like yeah. <laughs> always misgendering uh, women as boy, like like that sort of thing. That humor just carries over through all of it. Is really fun. Uh, it is weird. It is harder to for me to jump into a story like this when Doctor Who stories tend to start in the middle of the action, and you. you are a little like on purpose disoriented a little bit like what's happening who are these people what are they talking about and then eventually like the doctor shows up and the story begins you put all the pieces together when you don't when i don't have like people to latch onto with faces i have to like try to figure out with like the audio cues and the, it's just it's a harder experience for me what i'm trying to say is i don't have a great imagination okay. that it's hard to picture a lot of trouble man <laughs> but all of that said <laughs> the deficiencies <laughs> up here <laughs> It was a really fun story. I, I enjoyed, um, uh, they, they even do the, you know, the AB plots get separated, coming back together, all the different pieces that they're putting together, this puzzle. Um, and I do love that it was kind of setting up for this larger multi-part story so that we have all these mysteries that are kind of getting set up here. Like, you know, what was this time tidal wave that landed them there? How did the, the Rutans get there? Et cetera. So anyway, it was fun. That was my, my, Top line, the confessional. Okay. Eric, what did you think about this story? I, and the experience okay. of listening to the, the Big Finish. Well, I, yeah. I will say, I love audio dramas. Like, mm. that's one of my favorite things, I guess. You know, I do love the visuals. Everything you said about, you know, the cinematography or the, the costume yeah, design yeah, yeah. and the set design is all great. And I love it. And between TV and audio, I would probably prefer TV. But there's something about... There's something comforting to me about audio dramas and I love old radio shows and old mm -hmm. mysteries and like the whole theater of the mind thing I love. And I would love to listen to more. I've, as I said, like I've listened to a lot of, you know, of these big finishes before. So I had sort of my expectations were already set. You mm -hmm. mentioned like not starting in the middle of action, but like this starts literally like, no, no, no. I said it does, okay. which, which I found to be even a little bit, additional layer of disorientation yeah. because you're just like trying to pick out voices and like who's yeah anyway yes I, so it does do I that found, like one thing that from having spent eight years with you covering classic who like, how long jesus something like that like <laughs> i was just like you know it's it follows so many of the classic who tropes Yes, like we're something's going crazy. We're going to land on a strange planet. Then we're going to one of the companions is going to get separated. Get and they're separated. Gonna meet an alien race that's good. And then the other companions are going to get caught by the bad version of that. <laughs> and then they're both yes. going to come together. So it like hits all those familiar. Absolutely beats. does. You're right. <laughs> um, but I love I love the I, like it's this is sort of questions, because if we're going to end up uh, interviewing Conrad, the actor that uh, plays Cariz. 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 Uh, yes, I, I will yeah. mispronounce the name. There's totally something good. to like acting with only your voice. Like there's no yeah. nonverbal 
acting other than like pauses, dramatic pauses and things like that. Mm -hmm. You can't interact with the scenery. So you have to do so much of the heavy lifting with how you're enunciating things and and the the foley sound effects are great like there's the scene very good on the mule and then you hear in the mule sound so i felt like they did a like such a good job of painting the the environments and the yeah you know i felt like it, it didn't take you know long for me to sort of forget that i was even listening to it and just sort of go with it so i liked mm -hmm. it and i thought it was yeah it had a great sense of humor uh, really funny funny bits but it didn't really it funny. wasn't like a joke like they were able to sort of balance it i thought the script was good yeah. it was it was a ton of fun like i just i liked it i want to talk a bit about paul mccann's doctor because mm -hmm. it's like a he's very like stuffy and like almost like full of himself but feels like he would be good at hunting vampires like like, like an what old hammer horror type of oh. like, vibe of like you know like he could be with peter cushing uh yeah 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 in an old heart like the, you know what i mean like he's got that like because mm -hmm. every doctor's sort of different and he's yeah like, almost like you feel like he doesn't like you uh like if i was hanging mm. out with him i would like i don't know if he would like me i don't even know if he really <laughs> likes the companions the way that, that they're interacting but it's not did you really that's the feeling you got from not have, a you, negative have you thing. listened not not a, no no i know yeah, what you not mean. a negative I thing but like I don't know. Well, it's hard to describe. Similarly, it's, it's like, like the, the first doctor, like the first doctor was like that too. You you yeah. couldn't quite not not to. He had it in a different way. It was more of like an irascible sort of like he didn't know where he was going to come from if he was going to be like friendly and kind or if he was going to be completely like I don't know woke up on the wrong side of the bed. But I know what you mean. Like a little bit aloof in yeah. a way. Um, have you listened to a Palm again? No. Uh, Big first, finish before. Okay, first time. The only uh, ones that I've heard were like. There was like John, John Pertwee one, which was part of like mm. a overall like anthology or something that I had bought. And then mostly Colin Baker, pretty much all okay. Colin Baker. So I know I'd never heard Paul McGann before. And like you said, like we're we only saw glimpses <clears throat> of him. So I don't have a, like right. a strong idea of his character. Now, I know these Same. two companions and Paul McGann had done one or two or more seasons of these mm -hmm. audio stories. So we're coming in late. We don't know. They already have established relationships. Right. That right. we just don't know. But I feel like you get a good idea of like, like how, how they interact with each other. Totally right? agree. I like think they're old friend. Like they've been doing this for a while, which obviously they have. Yeah. It's one of those things. Like it is easy enough to jump in uh, and understand everyone's current relationships with each other and it's not detrimental, but if you knew more, it would enhance it. Yeah. So we're, we're kind of missing out a little bit, but not in a way that uh, harms my ability to enjoy the story or understand what's going on. Really fun in that way. Um, completely agree with the Foley work, like the, the footsteps crunching on the, on the stones as they're walking, like all that, the, the like electric sizzle in the air, the, some of the, the, um, the voice medicate modifications, well, you know, when the uh, the Death Druid mother is kind of yeah, she, almost Dalek-like in that voice. There's right. like a, when, when, when yeah. she, you're talking about when she shows her true form and she's... True, uh, yes, um, as a Rutan. The Rutans, which we also, we covered the Rutans before in um, yeah. Fang Rock, right? That was... Yep. And they were like this very cool, like spectral white jellyfish, jellyfish. like weird looking thing um, yeah. that Tom Baker, but I don't... Was that the only Rootin story that we did? And maybe as far the, as I, I don't can know recall, how many stories there are. That's a, that's the only that's one I can the only recall. One I remember. 
Yeah. But they were cool. They they were like a cool enemy. And I love I thought it, the story was like super dark in a great way in the fact that they're just like sto- they're, like people are dying and they're just kept like a cavern full of dead bodies. Dead bodies. Uh, which was like yeah. really sort of twisted. But yeah. it's good. I, yeah, I, like yeah. that. I liked all of that. Yeah. Um, so again, for us, like coming into this late, like not really even understanding Karis's character, like where does he come from? And is yeah. you find out like, oh, he has like a, alien, a chameleon, chameleon sort of effect, kind of thing. which, yeah. you know, for everyone else that's like been following along with Big Finish and, and their previous stories, like, oh yeah, of course. But for me, it's like, oh, right. oh, that's a new right. thing. I had no idea. And like he, he explains it um, as, you know, he's trying to blend in, automatically blend into the the cavern because mm-hmm. he's like uncomfortable being there. It's like, it was a very cool touch to like start picking up those clues for us. Yeah, and with Charlie, or like I said, other people would know. With Charlie too, like, because you you know you're hearing her voice, and then mm-hmm. the way that she's you know like is she like a warrior? Like I don't really know like what right. she is or where she came from. We know she's from Earth, right? Because mm-hmm. you know that that happened. And it and sounded she seems like, like a modern Earth because she's aware of history. And I, I visited; she had visited this place, you know, as a tourist. It, it felt to me like early 1900s. I have no idea. I have not looked up the character because I want to know. I want to. Oh, I want you it think to be early revealed. 1900s? Okay, I, I thought it that's, would be later. That's where I got, but I don't okay. know why. That's something. That's where I kind of placed her. Right. But who knows? I, I could look it up on the wiki, no, but I did fine. not. Uh, we don't need to do that. I don't know. I did look up Karis's and the Wikipedia entry or the 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 Tardis Wikia entry. It was just indecipherable because there's all these different <laughs> races and characters. It's like I I cannot. <laughs> so maybe yeah. we'll just have to do like a thumbnail we'll, sketch we'll, of Karis we'll, as well. We'll figure that out. Um, but at what? What I was going to ask you is like, are they coming? I guess maybe they're going to come back because, to my understanding, the next story in this is John Pertwee, which I also don't understand. Oh. Like, is I another actor playing John Pertwee? Like, I don't know. I don't know how that works. <laughs> they're it's they're using AI they're to reconstruct AI. his voice, Who knows? but mm-hmm. but it is like a different doctor for each of these oh. parts. So I'm hoping we see this group again like i imagine at the end they'll all reconnect Interesting. but the next one is a john pertwee story and then after wow, that, you're spoiling everything well, for no, me it's on the you, just if you go to the, kidding. well i actually didn't know <clears throat> listening to it that it was part one i just saw that this thing was coming out i was like you want to review oh, okay. it i bought it so by the when it got to the end i was like oh like all of a sudden it's over and mm-hmm. then i realized it was you know part of a it was kind of funny at the life. end how you know, it, it was very much quickly. like that would be this is the first part. There's all these mysteries we haven't yeah, yeah, quite yeah. figured out yet, yeah. and they kind of list out these yeah. mysteries, which was like, okay, that's fine. That's, that's did, just like let's set up the breakdown. That was like my one complaint about the episode was the end. It just felt like it just wraps up real fast. Yeah, it's like all of a sudden, you know, they figure out the thing with the the batteries or like where the 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 spawning the, the nursery are, farm and explode mm-hmm. it, and and then all of a sudden he's. You know, and that's also where Paul McGann's doctor, they're like, oh, my God, you're you're alive. He's like, of course I'm alive. And then they do do the thing. But then he. Oh, you. So you heard it in that way. I, I didn't. Well, yeah, kind of. Not. I OK. I OK. I didn't take it that way. But that's that's interesting. So okay. you you're reading it like he's also surprised More, that he's alive. Well, no, 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 not at all. Not like that. Not. uh, More. I don't know what's the word. Not conceited, but more like self-assured. Like, of course, I wouldn't. 
I, I'm not going to do this. I'm going to die. Of course, yeah, I'm going to have feel, a way around it. Like as people, opposed to like, don't be stupid. Of course, well, like, see, it's just the difference me slightly and you. different. When people are confident, I take that as an attack on myself. <laughs> <laughs> any form of com- any, anyone, anytime anyone shows it's any threatening. kind of confidence, I'm like, this is clearly aimed at me, <laughs> aimed at me. <laughs> and my lack of confidence. So screw you. Um, no, yeah, fine. Well, in I that, liked him. It, I, back, I, in that scene though, when when they're talking about like. Oh, he survived. And the, the doctor explains that, you know, split second before igniting the whole thing, he <laughs> took it out of phase and that it then rechart the TARDIS was able to like reclaim the energy. And it's so funny. Charlie is just like, if you say so. Yeah. Like, I like that line. So funny. I like that line because so good. she's, she was speaking for me too. Cause it was like, yes. I didn't really. Right. And I guess this is good. This is all going to come out. Right. So there's the title, the t- temporal tidal wave that's pulling them in and yes. these batteries that are also like, you know, egg containers for the. They call it a farm, but farm. it's small. It's like a nursery. Right. They're, but yeah, they're crawling out of the sea. Whatever. It's it's helping feed these uh, baby rootins. Yep. It drains the TARDIS, but then all of a sudden the Doctor is just like, "I'll just reclaim all the stuff." <clears throat> and it was like, "Okay." <laughs> I yeah, I don't know. Why I don't the know TARDIS how it do that itself. Like whatever, it's all fine. But I guess that was at the right at the battle so they were distracted i don't know it, it was fine that that all sort of happened at the end i i would have loved to have had maybe two parts of this like a two mm. hour thing instead of an hour but mm. I, that only means because i enjoyed it and i wish there was a just want more of it yeah the, i get that too a little bit more at the uh, end but i liked it i thought it was yeah good. i will say it is interesting this you're, i agree with you 100 percent. it does feel very much like a classic who story structure more so than new who mm-hmm. Uh, with the benefit of New Who being t- around an hour uh, for each story piece uh, for each episode, where in Classic Who it was like 20, 20 minutes or so. So you would get those um, rise and fall of action yeah. subsequently. And this was kind of more of a build over the course of time. So it's kind of like the best of both worlds. You don't have these like little moments where it's like, oh, cliffhanger, cliffhanger, yeah. cliffhanger to the end. It kind of can all build together. But to your point, it did come together really quickly at the end and it would have been nice yeah, and to I give guess it, it kind of had a to. little more and space the fact that it is one part of a greater story that sort of is going to give us that, that yeah it'll all pay off in the end or hopefully it will um but yes it's like structurally it's very it feels very classic who but then it's got mm-hmm. like the sensibilities of modern who especially like with how they're portraying the Santarans, almost Can always I, for the- comedic effects you know, Ex- yeah. uh, the one part I, I just laughed at this besides the, the naked Centauran in a bath, <laughs> which you reference at the top, which is really funny. And Paul um, McGann's line too, with like, he was like, come here. It's like, I don't know. I don't think we will. It's really good. Um, and you know, the, y'all have listened to this. Why are you going to be listening to a review if you haven't actually listened to the story? But, um, you know, the, the fact that Santarans all think that they're Romans, they think they're humans, they don't remember anything else, uh, and that they're eating their food because the Roman army marches on its stomach, and they're, they're you're slurping it, it up and spitting it out, <laughs> and you just hear them doing that. Right, that and imagine really, really that good. scene was was uh, was great. can't remember the Santarans' name. Uh, I guess he. They all sort of die at the end. I, obviously, we're spoiling all of this. I think they, they do they actually, said, but it's like only them. Sal- Saludio right? like, is it's the like one that was the main. Just them, not yeah, uh, because it has to do with the war. But before he died, like I was like, oh, the way he was like adapting to, he was learning from them and becoming smarter from Charlie specifically. Right? He starts taking from 
the doctor. I was like, oh, yeah. they're gonna, it's gonna be like a um, flowers for Algernon situation where the Suntaran <laughs> was gonna become like incredibly smart and, and then they're gonna take it all away from him. But then they killed him, mm. supposedly. Same thing. But I, I like that idea. That whole scene was fun too when they're having the big battle and uh -huh. they're like, Charlie, Charlie and uh, Kiris, I'm gonna keep getting it wrong. Karez? Karis. Karis. You are the two most influential people here. You go talk to the Santarans and you go talk to the Rutans. But it's like, well, Karis. Or the Celts. Karis What's the Celts? Two people and they're both I dead. Know. But yeah. I guess he's still the most, I guess he's the most influential as opposed to. I mean, he he, he, he got it done. Got I mean, it, it must done. be something with the character. He got something with the character's past and everything. I but, 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 sure. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't. Do you have anything else? I feel like I covered everything so quickly. No, I mean the the it biggest thing fun. to me really is is it was a it was a fun adventure. It was um, funny without being silly, yeah. but also not self serious, which is really great. It's a good. It's a hard balance, I think, to to have. Um, you know, it was really made me obviously have to pay attention to the words and the phrasing of things. So like the whole, in the beginning, the whole like deja vu mm -hmm. stuff was really fun. Um, so it was a lot, it was very playful in that way, which yeah. is, which is great. Yeah. It was, it was just a great story. Great writing. Um, terrific writing acting. Great. The performances were great. <clears throat> like I thought Karez. The production was great. Karez yeah. was very fun. Like he was a funny character and I got the impression that not that like he was probably maybe the comic relief part of their adventures and then she's more from the like little the bit adventure type and then the doctor obviously is the doctor i don't know if that's true from the bit of of his background that i've read he's had a very tragic past so i don't know yeah. um yeah very interesting but yeah we'll find okay. out uh definitely want to hear hear more uh from him and uh you know Maybe we can get some more information, you know, from uh, from the source. Yeah, we're hoping, be we're great. hoping to do that. Um, if you liked, obviously, what we're doing, uh, but these types of stories, like, and you want us to do more, I would definitely do more. And if you work I would. at Big Finish and you want to send us these stories to review, <laughs> please do. Uh, we will gladly. Also, we both, uh, we guys we were supposed to say, we were not, we both bought this. So, um, yeah, yeah, right. Uh, this is uh, unbiased, but. Honestly, if you send it to me, I'll still be unbiased, or I won't be. Just send send me the payola. Wink, 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 wink. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> no, but I would like if you if you like these kind of things, like let I, us know in the I comments. I mean, we'd be happy to do more of these, especially while we're waiting for uh, the next round of shooting out was uh, stories to come out. There's plenty of small things we're going to do throughout. Uh, so between big finish stories, if y'all want us to do more of these, um, some reaction videos to some other um, oh, shorts yeah. that have been Can out there that we haven't actually bring those uh, gotten to yeah, yet. Bring those up. The so, uh, tales that you're talking about, Tales of the Tardis, right? Exactly. Which yeah. I had no idea was a thing. Didn't know existed. Right, so they're, yep. for anyone that doesn't know, and I'm sure- Like us. Right, but like us, and I still don't really know. They're about six mm -hmm. minutes each or so. Like they're these short uh, stories that the BBC put out that feature all classic companions and stuff. So I don't That's know how great. we did. I'm very much looking know. forward to it. Just like we did with the um, uh, 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 the previous short, which is linked in the playlist right here. So we, yes. we have oh, done one of the shorts. For, are you talking about the teaser for the season 15? 
That's Which right. That's right. So a similar format. We'll uh, we'll watch them react them in real time, and and really just would love to see some some classic uh, content. Yeah, as well. I mean, because maybe it will fill in some gaps about like what yeah. happened to certain people, and I know Colin Baker is in some of them. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, we yeah. we're going to watch and react to those. I think. Um, sure. Yeah, why not? Because we have a long time before May. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yep. So let us we'll know still, in the comments. We'll still keep you all engaged as we go. Yeah, uh, like and subscribe, all that stuff. And if all you're this hearing stuff. this on the podcast, the regular podcast, which we're pushing these out to as well, we do this video show. So if you want to see us, you can do And that. all of the clever things that Eric inserts into the, our, yeah, uh, not, our video. Right. Yeah. Why don't you keep your hands off other people's refrigerators? You get all. You get Which is going to be a little bit harder since yeah, this was an audio one. Audio, so then it has to be the hand puppets. Yeah, um, I'm going to get my dogs to act it out, so it's going to be fine. Yeah, I got nothing else. I don't know. Like again, We're it's good. always hard when you like the thing, um, and I really liked this story. It sounds like you like it's it. Super fun. So it's give us some stuff that we won't like, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. we'll get some hot takes. <laughs> fantastic okay. thank you everybody thank you. uh comment below let us know what else you'd like us yeah. to do and uh until then see you next time peace out so what did you think of the story let us know in the comments or write us at the old doctor who show at gmail.com and if you want to support the show please let others know about us share it on whatever is left of social media these days if you want to support me i've got a number of books available uh for purchase including on the Island of the Mad Magician. It's available right now on Amazon or wherever fine books are sold. The Wolf and the Well, the sequel to the graphic novel Goblin from Will Perkins and I was recently announced and it's available for pre-order today. It really does help a lot. Till next time, be good. Where's my robot, you know?